the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's a piece I hope you will enjoy from my colleague, Mark Davis. We get a lot of books uh, over the transom and in the mail and with email pitches and stuff like this. This was an easy call because this is something I've been interested in for for a long time. Uh, doing what I do for a living, duh, we talk a lot about uh, public policy and, and how ideas work their way through the pipeline. And it wasn't talk shows or even cable news that made everything so contentious. I think it has reflected how contentious things already are. Um, was this the founders' intent for everything to just be cranked up to 11, for everything to become all-out war as the sides enter into the arena of public debate to figure out how to handle issues, large and small? So from the great folks at the Hoover Institution, folks who gave you Victor Davis Hanson and many other good folks, Hoover Institution Press, a book called How Public Policy Became War – and David Davenport's a research fellow there, and here's another great connection. Uh, for from '85 to 2000, he was the president of Pepperdine University because we spend a, a whole lot of time out at Pepperdine with Pete Peterson, chair of their uh, School of Public Policy. So there's just all kinds of reasons to say hi uh, to David Davenport. David, welcome. How are you doing, sir? Hi, David Davenport. Nice. To, <laughs> that's you. That's me, Mark Davis. How are you? Great. It is nice to have you here. So I, I assume that the premise of the book is built on a bit of a lament that the disagreements that the founders knew we would always have and that we're always going to have, have they always seem to immediately go nuclear. Every, if, if they, how long has this been a problem and, and what made you think that it, it needed a book to address uh, how bellicose everything has become? Well, we, we sit back to Franklin Roosevelt and the New Deal in the 1930s. And, and as we say, he was from the Rahm Emanuel School of Public Policy, if you remember Obama's chief of staff, who said you never want to let a good crisis go to waste. So yeah, Roosevelt used the New Deal crisis, Great Depression crisis, to really change how the presidency and how the government works in Washington. The president became not only the executive, but he became the legislator-in-chief, the president started drafting all the bills, pushing things through Congress, using, in Roosevelt's case, 3,500 executive orders, still stands as a record today, and and really be, grew out the modern presidency. And he was followed by Johnson's war on poverty and, and the war on crime and the war on drugs and the war on terror. And, and so we kind of figured out, unlike what the founders did and what they contemplated, which was deliberation and compromise and moderation, uh, really we've allowed public policy to become war. Is it? It's funny. I said that talk radio didn't do this and cable news didn't do this. But is the fact that we have so many places uh, to welcome folks to to debate? And, and listen, I, I'm a radio guy, but I consume a lot of, of topical TV. And when the point is a seven minute segment 
and to have people bludgeon each other and and get in uh, as deep a shiv in the ribs of the other side as they can. Has that kind of gotten us to this point where we where everything is so fast paced, our attention spans are so short that our leaders feel like they better strike while the iron is hot. And that means keep the iron hot 24 hours a day. Well, I certainly think the 24-hour news cycle and and the wide array of media available out there and all the time to be filled, I think that's fanned the flames. But I, I actually think our leaders in Washington have created a lot of this. I think they figured out that the way for them to win is to create a crisis, to create an emergency. We live under 31 states of national emergency right now in America. Very few people know that. And uh, if you want to do something about poverty, let's declare a war on it. If you want to do something about crime, let's declare a war on it. I think all of that emergency uh executive orders, uh, I think all of that's really been created by our friends in Washington who would like to have greater power and would like to get things done. It seems to me that this knows no party, that Democrat and Republican presidents, uh, let's say in my 60 years of life or just looking back over the last century, the sort of the modern media era uh, have probably made fairly equal use of of, of the war uh, metaphor. Well, I'm afraid you're right. I I, I prefer personally one party over the other, and I wish I could assign it to you. I do think uh, Democrats have used it a bit more in that they have a heavier domestic agenda of things they wish Washington could do. And so they figured out that declaring war on something is a way to get more of their domestic uh, agenda accomplished. But you're quite right. Both sides of the aisle have been participants in all these policy wars. You know, I do want to add an asterisk, though, for one in particular. And there have been people who like the phraseology and didn't, people who like the policies and didn't, at least when George W. Bush ushered us into a time of a war on terror. It was, in fact, an actual war. We, we had had an actual act of war foisted upon us. So, you know, I, I think we maybe give special dispensation there, perchance. Oh, of course. You're, you're quite right. And we, we make that point in our book that, that that's of a little bit of a different nature. He, that was thrust upon him and upon America. He didn't sort of go out looking to make that up. But we did extend a lot of government power that, looking back, maybe was not completely necessary. So and the question would be, you know, whether that ended up giving the president greater power in other areas besides, you know, just the power to you know, say, uh, the questions of terror. Right. David Davenport is here. He and Gordon Lloyd have written How Public Policy Became War. So if you just search for David Davenport and the title How Public Policy Became War uh, on Google or Amazon, you can find your own copy of it because it's great. Last couple of minutes, you have some suggestions toward the end about how we might make Congress deliberative again. First, what would that look like and how do you do it? Well, we, we propose that we, we need to make Congress big again. It, Congress needs to take back some of these powers that they've given over to the president, war powers, uh, budgeting, spending. Congress deliberative. And, you know, so what they do these days is they don't have uh, bipartisan efforts. They don't have legislative hearings much anymore. They don't do compromises and amendments to bills. They even hold bills in secret until they can have a party line vote and then they thrust it upon everybody and move forward. So we think that one thing you could do would be to strengthen the role of committee chairs again, have committees hold hearings, listen to bipartisan debate, uh, have have amendments, uh, and try to 
both parties on board before you start uh, moving bills through the process. That would be one step. Well, and we can dream, can't we? And I hope that, that, that these kind of things and books like this help us get there. It is David Davidport, he and co-author Gordon Lloyd, How Public Policy Became War. David, pleasure to meet you and nice to have you and best of luck on the book. Thanks so much. Thanks you bet. For God bless. Thank you. How Public Policy Became War. David Davenport. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.